Hello everyone and welcome to the Iraqi and Unofficial Spoiler Podcast, Season 2, Episode 7. I am, as always, one of your hosts, Van Sexel, and with me, as always, is today. Hey, uh, Slingster Steve here, the other one of the hosts. Um, yeah, we had some fun times this episode, well, at least I did. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, these, these episodes were fun. Um, we're going to try to keep in what what we were saying last week slightly shorter episodes i took shorter notes my notes aren't as in depth so we won't get as lost <laughs> as we usually do i mean they might be short but this still is good yeah 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 they're, they're, they're more they're more packed and less uh fluff <laughs> steve was saying to me earlier <laughs> so i guess uh as always we will start off with regicide See, there's still order. There's no chaos. It's not. It's not enough chaos. We don't start off a different series every week. <laughs> Thing for the future. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, um, it's uh, two of my curses coming to effect straight away. <laughs> <laughs> the I guess Ophios must have been keeping track of the the scrying the entire time because when it stops. Then the group get immediately gets suspicious <laughs> and they talk for quite a while and like, okay, the scrying stop. What the hell does that mean? Which is <laughs> which is always nice when you can get your group to do that. <laughs> yeah. And we just don't know who they're scrying on in the first place. That's the problem. <laughs> <laughs> we still don't by the end of this thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We actually, yeah, we still don't. I mean, we we can just presume it's uh I would assume like, that it's uh, Rena because she's the head of the um rebellion i think that's mm. she's the high profile person that they're looking at yeah yeah yeah, yeah. uh or maybe yondis and the only reason i say that is because he had that he was identified he was identified yeah. yeah yeah so i'm thinking one of those two but i agree <laughs> probably rena because <laughs> like in the chat later on this thing we really got into okay so if someone has blink on them, would the scrying stop or not? But the scrying mm. never stopped. So uh Yeah, I don't think it was Ophios. <laughs> so I think Yandis goes out and, and, and scouts and sees that uh there's um an ambush group. I know it's Ophios who who notices it as they're changing directions, but I think Yandis what does he like Climb up the hill and is like, "Oh shit, we need to go." <laughs> I don't remember how, how that played out, but I remember Yandis being scared, scared shitless. <laughs> I don't know why, honestly. It's not like anything bad happened to them. <laughs> but uh, Ophios with his amazing perception, this fucking uh, episode, like, dude. <laughs> Ophios was down. I had that shit down back this week. Got but, a um, lot of twenties this session. <laughs> oh, definitely, dude. <laughs> definitely. But yeah, he's he's able to to figure out that they're gonna ambush him, and then no, I'm sorry, I got that twisted up. And Yandis is able to identify that. Oh, there's a parallel uh, wizard amongst that that group, and um, <laughs> that's a problem. <laughs> yeah. I think the wizards no that they all practically did damage, but the wizard the most. <laughs> mm-hmm. 
what was it a 10d6 uh fireball yeah, I think, I think... <laughs> mm. yeah, yeah, it, it wasn't that great, but still, ten d six fireball, dude. <laughs> yeah, I first really needed that aid of the martyr, that's for sure. <laughs> it just went away immediately. <laughs> oh my goodness! I was like, damn, this wizard. It's fucking hype. Because at first I thought he used Blink also. Like he saw Ophios use it and was like, oh, I'm going to use that shit too. But apparently he just went invisible and was like, yeah, I'd rather you don't touch me today. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we got to have someone survive. We've got to have some recurring films. <laughs> oh, yeah. Dude, I, I'm excited to see how, how Derek plays up that wizard. Because <laughs> that wizard was kind of badass. <laughs> yeah. And, it, <laughs> and apparently Yandis took offense to his uh, quote-unquote cheekiness. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, because uh, Archer, because there's, there's five of them, three soldiers, an archer and a wizard. And the archer goes to the wizard, hey, do you need help with this one? And he's like, no, I can handle it. And it goes invisible. And then everyone the else dies. Thing, <laughs> the funny thing is he said that after Yandis already took down one of the soldiers. So it was like <laughs> it was like Yandis had this badass moment and the, and the wizard was like, eh, I got him. Don't worry about it. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and by God he meant running away. <laughs> Very quickly. He bravely <laughs> ran away, away. It's called strategic retreat. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. But uh the group is easily able to take down that small little uh scouting force and everything is they just proceed on. They're like, Oh, we're good. We took that down. <laughs> yeah, crazy. just a lot of Ophios killing all the people that were surrender they were running away, surrendering sort of thing. And then a certain curse drops. And then he has, uh, while he's blinking after killing the archer, he's like, blinks and then, hey, did you just kill me? <laughs> <laughs> and he's just standing there staring at the ghost of the ghost of the archer that he just killed. <laughs> it's just funny that, uh, funny to hear Tyler go, what do I roll for conscience afterwards? Because <laughs> Ophios hasn't seemed to have a conscience the entire time, and now he rolls for conscience. Because <laughs> the ambush was a curse, and then that was a curse. <laughs> so right. So the ghost yeah. like... <laughs> Oh, man. That was such a good moment, too. Yeah. <laughs> I just want to say that the curse that pulled up the ambush was after the scrying thing. <laughs> mm. But yeah. <laughs> so he got face-to-face with a ghost that he just made. It's like, are you him? Ghost looks down at the body. Him? And then the blink spell goes away. <laughs> it's like, it goes away, yeah. It's just like, yeah, dude. I wonder if that ghost is going to follow him for that. Yeah, just the man. archer just oh shooting him God. all the fucking time when he blinks. <laughs> I made a cursed weapon in my game for that. Like when it's a it's a decent uh, dagger or whatever. But whenever you kill someone with a dagger, you get haunted by a, by the person you killed. It would be so good if Delric did that shit. 
I mean, if you got the points. (laughs) (laughs) If you got the points, go right ahead. Yeah, I think I might try to do it next. Uh, I, I've hel- I helped out enough. I think I might try to do it next week. <laughs> and so they get followed by the rest of the ambush force, and um, they stop for some reason. Can't imagine why. Maybe it's because a certain women population seems to have exploded after we killed one of them. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, we'll just we'll just hire adventurers to go deal with them. We'll be fine. Uh huh. Good thing Nag wasn't watching this episode. <laughs> Tish was, but Nag was. <laughs> well, I don't think Tish got the memo that it was an idea. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Because he it like he did say that Another... they were out in the west, so. Yeah. Another know. thing could make a lift for someone else to deal with. <laughs> <laughs> Weren't they debating on uh, trying to train the wever- the weverns or whatever? Yeah. So wanting to take the eggs and train them up, and that's the thing. Like, and then we also <laughs> had the idea in our patron game, and like no one ended up doing anything with them. Then again, we end- we ended up busy, and we don't have the ability right. to just send other people to go do something. <laughs> Right, right, right. <laughs> so now the Weverin population has exploded. Who's going to yeah. deal with this? <laughs> oh, man. I, yeah. I, I kind of knew they could they could handle it, though, because we handle it handled almost two just fine. So, you Ooh, know, they only I had... I think we were level four at the time. Well, that's part of fun levels yeah. versus... Um... 5e levels, and I think they're level 8 or 7 now. Yep. I, I, I don't know what, what it is in D&D, but if we could handle almost two of them, they'll, they'll be fine. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, yeah, they, they got this one in the bag. Yeah. Ophios is able to dispatch this one pretty much with just the mind thrust ability. <laughs> and blinding Anyone it. Else. Like, talking with yeah. Green and, yeah. and um, spoilers chat afterwards, is like, yeah, what else can you really do when you're blind and you can't attack? Like you're being psychically blocked from attacking. Right. Yeah, that was a pretty badass moment for Ophios. Everyone else is like fucking hiding and scared. And like, especially Yandis, he's hiding in the tree. <laughs> yeah, so Arena tried to drag it off, tried to draw it off by making loud noises. It's not an animal. And Yondus was hanging around by his feet at one point out of the tree after he broke the branch. Like, hmm. And then oh, Ophios was hidden and waiting to spam a bunch of mind thrusts into blinding. Yep. He's pretty much able to chase it off by himself. Badass. Mm-hmm. So. And we had oh, all man. the diseases eventually get cured. I know. <laughs> I just wanted to repeat. I thought it would be something. <laughs> I thought it would be something more than than uh, exhaustion, but I guess he doesn't want to slow it down too much. Well, there also, five E doesn't so really have um, ability score damage, which could have been fun. <laughs> didn't didn't uh, Lost Initiative have one? 
Well, that that was also a Pathfinder games? game. That was Dark Sun. No, no, not that. Uh, I'm, t- I'm talking about... Uh, oh, you're talking about... Um, Edge of Morality. Uh, I wouldn't know about Edge of Morality. I thought you were talking about Faisal, where he had that earring that slowly sat... That gave him really high mental stats, but slowly sat them away. Uh, I mean, for a disease, I can see you doing it, though. You know, Take a little bit of that con away from Reno. Maybe a little bit of that strength away, because she just carried Yandis to the next camp location. <laughs> well, um, Offering the... <laughs> at least the Ophias didn't get rid of the weapon's ability to smell, because now it's going to forever be able to track Reno. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> and Scott was saying that, oh, I want one of the guys, or one of the soldiers to say, what the hell is that smell when they were fighting me? <laughs> But she cut him down too fast. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, it is good though. Rena learned the 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 um the power of the great <laughs> weapons master ability. Yeah. So yeah. minus five for a plus ten. That shit hurts. You also <laughs> saved herself the indomitable ability for the first time against the disease. No, no, not against the disease. Mm. Against exhaustion from running. Yep. Yep. And that he won that gives you a team. Yeah. <laughs> that was a Snaga save, so yeah. <laughs> she was <laughs> But uh other than that, the group ends up uh camping out. That is why the the diseases end up getting was um cured. Cured. And Giannis notice notices some fires. So everyone wakes up in the middle of the night just to move the camp. <laughs> And then uh, Ophios actually is able to see the. Uh, it's, I don't think it's a device, but it was I guess arcane it was eye. Spell, the arcane yeah. eye, yeah. right? And he ends up destroying it. So he just started blasting it. <laughs> yeah, that one though. <laughs> I'm actually surprised it didn't try to move or, or leave the area. Oh, it, it tried to run away, yeah. but he ran up behind oh, it. Oh, it did, it did. And, uh, he had it three times, two times first, then it tried to run away, and then he ran up and hit it again. Hit it again. Wow. I missed that description. Yeah, um, but just because you can fly doesn't mean you're fast enough. <laughs> <laughs> and then we have the telltale sign of you're back in a deer with the gibbering mouthers. <laughs> yeah. Good old gibbering mouthers. And that's pretty much where the uh, episode ended. Um, Scott was going over some of the plans for the future about how they're going to go meet Aslan, Aslan again, go over to Osto, and then from there they should be able to head over to Delegas. So, yeah, and go into a certain bay that everyone was talking about in Inclame. In Inclame, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that the other patron groups really happy about. <laughs> well, what comes out on the Inclame? About, Steve. <laughs> I, I, I don't know what you're talking about. I thought that was just a rumor. You know? <laughs> <laughs> we can't put solidity in these rumors, okay? In these baseless rumors of Paranel, okay? They use those to, to scare people. <laughs> that's what they do. <laughs> well, they're scared, that's for sure. <laughs> at least in the, at least in the being told. told. <laughs> 
He's fighting one of those in GURPS would have to be a real fucking... <laughs> um, you go first. No, you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I believe we have Warmonger next. Let's go ahead to Warmonger, where we pretty much uh, start at the... Uh, end of the battle where everyone is collecting their spoils and trying to divvy up the uh, spoils amongst the groups, the different uh, clans that were that participated in the battle and actually survived. Yeah, and um, <laughs> rescuing the Perrin that survived, thanks to a certain fortune saver, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> was it mine? Uh, uh, I mean... We know who it was, but still. <laughs> I mean, uh, it's nice not to have that event wasted. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, I'm not. I'm not complaining. It, it's good, definitely going to make the story interesting. It, yeah. it already has. Let's just say. Let's just say it already has. <laughs> uh, we had Jake calling for villains to be made. Really? <laughs> he wants more people to dodge. I mean, if there's something you can say about Kingmaker and Regicide, they're very good at dodging. It's just Regicide dodges everyone you send to help them, and Kingmaker dodges everyone you send to the other. Scott even called out, oh, yeah, you dodged all the villains, and now Green has to fucking deal with them. It was just like, deal with them all. <laughs> <laughs> He's not wrong. And uh, I'm surprised that people didn't know that Osugo was mine, but oh well, Osugo is mine. <laughs> yeah, I thought you said that multiple times on the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but oh, well, it can't be up. Some people, yeah, some people just miss it. Uh, yeah. But um, Naito, so while they're collecting the spoils, Naito is talking to the other two, and he says that. Um, he comes up with the immediate compromise that I don't think the other two clans even gave a shit about <laughs> uh, of Shado giving their third to Perrin mm -hmm. uh, as you yes, know, make them more, a... make them targetable again. Do it, do it. <laughs> <laughs> the, the the only problem that pops up is uh, Arathel is being a bit of an you know overachiever here. And goes, you know, we have the most soldiers, so that equals we did the most work, which equals we deserve the most pay, and the rest, and no one else is uh, liking that. And I just found it funny. Um, Nick was saying, "Uh huh," and Zara's sitting here and she's taking notes on everything Arathel is saying right now. <laughs> yeah, something about uh, Arathel maybe having an accident one night. <laughs> you know <laughs> what did he say if if some <laughs> if some assassin slipped by him and happened to target Arathel it's not his fault <laughs> I mean technically it's the spy master's job so uh... <laughs> and the assassin's going after his people so it's not on Charlotte <laughs> <laughs> I also have as a note here that uh, Arathel was talking to Urzog, which is what um, Zara was taking notes on. And they both don't like Tesla and Naito. 
<laughs> and they're pretty much plotting against them. And like, yeah, these guys are too cozy with Paradell. They're going to cause problems in the future. And we need to send some agents up there that are going to uh, watch over him and let us know what the hell he's doing. Which works out for everyone in the end, but... Yeah, well, everyone goes and does that, and uh, we slowly build up to Aurorum Civil War. That's, that's it, that's all. <laughs> <laughs> and with that, both the Baronlands Horde and the Paradell are making us go form and fucking take the inner guts out of Gajinxi. <laughs> Master plan! <laughs> Oh man. Tessa ends up a new we'll prince of Kajinxia. <laughs> <laughs> I can see it, dude. <laughs> that name fits in everything. It's Paradell's Kajinxia. <laughs> oh, you're really bad for my Patreon character, but um <laughs> That'd be an interesting uh return arc for him. He comes yeah. back home and Paradel owns his where he used to be from. And it's like <sighs> God damn it. <laughs> right. Add this name to the list, add this name to the list, add this name to the list. And just just in order of how many faces I have to punch. Naito ends up reporting to Tessel uh his findings. And everything is pretty much fine with Tessel. He agrees about giving uh, the supplies back to Paradell, and even goes as far as meeting with the Paradell Remnants uh, Lieutenant Centurion Julian Kruger. Uh, and in that, uh, uh, I, just, meeting, I came, I came back into came back into the stream around with that point where the hashtags sell out. Yeah. <laughs> it just kept on coming in, and I'm just like, oh, it's not like being the, being the contrarian, like. Yes, do it. So I'll keep doing it. It's for the fun. It's for the chaos. Keep doing whatever else is going to sell Nick was just like, I hate you. I so fucking hate you so much right now. She was like, Yeah. What's the name of that warlord who was, you know, the ones that were cannibals? Uh huh. And 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 that other group, they were just so amazing with their riding skills. What was their name? Yeah. <laughs> it's like. Oh, you're going to war again sometime soon? So you're going to be really busy and uh, preoccupied and probably won't have that much of troops in your towns and that sort of thing at the time? Oh, yes, please tell me more. <laughs> <laughs> and then Tessa was like, yeah, we don't, we're going to war with uh, Clan was at Steel pretty soon, so we don't need any troops from you, you know. But just need you to stop sending supplies. <laughs> Which is perfect for Paradell. Yeah. Oh, you don't want our help and you want us to... <laughs> want us to stop sending help to them? Okay, there's more supplies for us. Yep. Yes. yes. And if a surprise attack happened to happen, you would be preoccupied, wouldn't you? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Not that we'll ever do that, though. We're just quite... We're... Honorable parent, we wouldn't do that, and you're such friendly to us. Such friendly, much nice. <laughs> Remember when Scott described how Paradell works? <laughs> they don't just take over an area, they, you know, yeah. maneuver in there and buddy up with everyone before they <laughs> lay claim to the land. <laughs> 
I mean, to be fair, it's just sharing of claims because I mean, Tesla <laughs> did claim some of Paradise Land before. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, what's good for the goose Tesla is good for the gander, right? <laughs> <laughs> I don't think Tesla will be be able to be a prince, but I, I think you know, like you were saying, he, he could have a pretty decent rank in, in Paradell. He could just be the Cray or Mayor for um the for his town and have his town be one of the three main towns, just like Gajinxia just has the three capitals of those three. <laughs> three main towns. Uh, uh. Anyway, uh, I for- <laughs> I forgot um, for Denchil's report because they actually went first. But Arithel ends up going back in and reporting to Varix. Uh, Varix isn't phased by Arithel's claims of his allies not doing as much work. He's like, you know, they'll they, they they'll send who they can send. This was kind of a last minute thing, so don't worry about it. But he ends up making um, Urzog and Arithel his left and right hand. I don't know if that has any real significance other than just story, but you know. Well, it's definitely going to it's definitely going to show his policy. That's for sure. He's got yeah. some nicer people on this thing, and he's got some less nice people. So, um, I think we know which side he's firmly in. Uh huh. <laughs> totally the lawful good variety. Yeah. Hmm. <laughs> Um, such a bright future we're seeing for Densha. <laughs> <laughs> I think at this time he also agrees with uh, sending some kind of ambassador or something to um, what is their name? Shado because of uh, Tessel buddying up with Paradell too much mm. <laughs> as well so everyone seems to agree that Tessel's Buddying up with Paradell a little bit too much now. So. Yeah, I mean, good for him. It's it's better than trading with the Baronlands, and it's better to have them on side rather than having an army marching down on you. It's just that that's exactly what they want. Uh huh. <laughs> <laughs> you don't play Paradell. Paradell plays you. That's the yeah. way it works. <laughs> you either fight Paradell or they play you. <laughs> oh yeah that that's those two and then uh same thing with narin narin ends up meeting with zara uh apparently zara can't write well her report was absolute trash so he had to call her in for an oral support (laughs) report (laughs) 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 oh i'm gonna have to watch that bit because Warmongers is the hardest one for me to watch at the moment, just with work and everything like that. But oh, jeez. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't remember what role it was. I think it was like a either it was either a D one hundred or D twenty, but it was like a super low role. It was like a six or something. And he was like, "So you can't read the report." <laughs> that was like, "Oh, she can write. Oh, that's interesting." <laughs> So, I guess yeah, someone's been trying to teach her, but it just hasn't stuck. <laughs> I mean, if she's a named NPC, she has to have some skills, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's just leading the troops, not writing letters. 
Right, exactly. <laughs> Although, to um, be fair, if she had to write in a cipher, just, no one's reading it. <laughs> Listen, that's what the spies in the spy master are for. They're writing ciphers. <laughs> Yeah, I, but I ciphered orders and that sort of thing, like secret orders. Oh no, I, I got what you were saying. I'm just, <laughs> I'm just saying for her, 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 her uh, rationale about the whole thing. I, I lead troops. I don't need this garbage. <laughs> oh man! But uh, a couple of things came out of of uh, Naren's uh, report. He ends up calling the council for the report and. Uh, Zara ends up telling them everything. Um, he's very concerned by Erethel, and uh, he and Shala have a little bit of a discussion with um, he's, him saying, okay, I want spies on Erethel because he's a, he's going to be a problem. Like, we, we can predict what Varix is going to do, but this guy's uh, shooting for the stars here, and he's going to be a problem. <laughs> and Shala's like, yeah, Arathel is one of those guys who can pick up when people are watching him. So if we're going to do this, we're going to have to also do it with uh, Shado. And Narin agrees because Shado is, once again, he also agrees that Shado's getting way too close to Paradell. And they may be giving them more information than uh, Tesla's letting on. <laughs> so... Or at least that Tesla thinks worthy of their notice. <laughs> <laughs> Um, and so the cracks form. They also discuss um, suggestions on conquest. Uh, rather than going for the battle to the to the north, uh, they should. There was a suggestion from the council that they should try to conquer uh, the clan to the east. That way that they uh, they can shore up that area in between their allies, Shado and Densho. Uh, but they all agree that infrastructure is, will probably be the best idea for the moment mm. rather than trying to <laughs> expand the land and uh, cause more problems. Yeah. So Roads and supply bases and places where they can stick their little armies and platoons and that sort of thing that he keeps on making. <laughs> yep, yep, yep. Uh, of course, with Shala's men up into the north, they are going to have to bury deeper rather than uh, commence on the plans that they were <laughs> that they were ready for. <laughs> so Shala has to lay low for a little bit more for her with I mean her people have to lay low a little bit more uh, while hanging out in the north. And then after that, we got to uh, kingdom rules. We only really did uh Densho. Um I didn't write down any of the actual kingdom rolls, you know. Yeah. They're the they're the kingdom rolls. But some uh, an event that happened um during Jake's kingdom rolls was that there are reports of giants raiding the cattle and destroying crops. And uh, they're like, hey, uh, Varys, what the hell are we going to do about these giants? <laughs> yeah, we could either take them to the army, we could either hire them to build stuff, we could get them, we could drive them off, or we could get other people to help us drive them off with rewards and that sort of thing. 
And he goes for that last option and uh, rolls poorly. Yeah. <laughs> well, <clears throat> I caught most of the end of this uh, session just from work and things like that. And um, mm -hmm. how he was looking for a reason to go to war with the tribe to the north of them. These giants mm -hmm. provided a great one. <laughs> yep. <laughs> I bet Anna's so happy because this is one of the scheme zone events that Anna made. <laughs> oh, yeah. It sounds like one. It sounds like one. I, I kind of feel bad for Varys because he kind of wanted to recruit them. But everyone else, everyone else is saying, they're, if we recruit these giants, this is going to be a problem. Dude, like you were, <laughs> this is, he's like, what if we have giants? on our side will be like super awesome dude yeah that would have genuinely been fun that would have genuinely been fun but it ended up being his troops and the northern tribes groups troops against um two giants and uh two giants won and they declare Which vengeance like, on Clinton show yeah, it's like you told us to send our best soldiers and you got all our best soldiers killed fuck you <laughs> And your guys ran away first. Because <laughs> you got your oil troops fucking survived. Curses came back alive, though, and that's all that matters. <laughs> yes. Gotta have our man eaters around. It's just unfortunately Listen. the opponent wasn't men, it was giants. So, kind of bit of more than they could chew, if you know what I mean. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I can i can see if someone were to play a trump card a really good thing would happen. <laughs> uh, i have an idea for a trump card for that but join the club oh, join the club join the club join the club <laughs> <laughs> yeah dude i haven't dropped a trump card since like kingmaker yeah mm. I might have to change that. <laughs> they genuinely are fun. And I've probably dropped the most. <laughs> Three and Eberron that I remember. Fucking, I want to say like two or three in The Witcher one, and then a bunch in Kingmaker, a bunch in freaking Regicide. I dropped two, I think. No, one, I think, on Throne Deeper. And. I'm waiting to hit freaking like <laughs> uh, Technically, I've trump carded everyone by freaking taking up Sergo 13 out of the time temple. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I still have that thing to I drop, mean, but... which could be another trump card for whoever I drop it on. <laughs> hold on, hold on. That was a trump card for us. No one else had to deal with our Sugo other than us. <laughs> that wasn't a trump card. Or Sugo coming back was actually a fortune's favor. <laughs> You're right. You're right. That was a fortune's favor. I was like, yep. fortune's favor to give him an Osugo guide. Yeah, see, that's exactly what it... Oh, I missed a word. It was an N, not an R. <laughs> 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 oh, well. I still got Osugo back out of that. <laughs> and he had a fun time. I mean, it did, it did play out as a fortune's favor for, for a little while. Mm. We'll see. <laughs> We'll see. <laughs> uh, Maybe I can turn him on the broken chain. <laughs> That'd be fun. Because <laughs> I think that of 
He's after he's after Grishka. He's after one. Remembers one. Oh, well, we all know one was part of the broken chain and the broken chain like family to him. If he's not going to be able to get him, he has to go for his family, right? <laughs> that sounds like an Ortigo thing to say. Yes. <laughs> and I mean, my patron character is not very fond of the broken chain either, so you could see it as being something they end up talking about. There's a way to get him out of a deer. <laughs> It is. It's a good way to get him out of a deer, actually. Uh, it's back to Warmonger. Was there much else? There was um... uh There was just that meeting at the end between the the clans. Um, yeah. Variks ends up telling them that he wants to go and hunt for the Ashen Boar or the the White Boar. I don't know if they actually say Ashen Boar, but it's the White Boar. Um, the group ends up questioning Tessel's allegiances a little bit. Uh, Tessel also doesn't reveal that he gave a bunch of information about um, everyone <laughs> about them to, to <laughs> Paradell. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he definitely doesn't do that. Knowledge is power. Because... Hide it well, Tessel. You don't freaking just <laughs> sell it that cheap. <laughs> Get over getting Blood Raven's mantra from Royal Forty K. Not just power, I don't know. <laughs> but um he he does uh they do question his allegiances a little bit because he was so willing to give up his spoils to Paradell. And uh Tesla's not really concerned because he considers these guys his allies, but he is worried about um the other clans and how they'll they'll perceive it. And also uh, the broken chain's just gonna have a field day with him. Oh, definitely. Yeah. I mean, but that was going to happen regardless. This is before they even gave their resources back. So. They just gave them more fuel. <laughs> also, uh, he's going to have a well done on that bonfire. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. We're going to have to see how that plays out if Scott doesn't forget. But um, <laughs> so yeah, you know, and they can make a villain. Jake's actually calling for broken chain villains, so uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure. I'm just we'll see. One for the next... <laughs> we will see. Um, Tesla brings up this interesting uh thing about wanting to go to the capital to see the Empress. Yeah. So that's weird uh it'd be an interesting thing he asks the group to go travel with him since he's never met her herself met him her himself um and they also decide to write a letter to the north uh talking about their accomplishments and requesting better support uh because narn has some plans in the future he asks them to wait a couple of months before doing that and well, yeah, the group this is his like, reasoning's pretty good. And like, okay, oh, yeah, Verix yeah, yeah. has just stopped a Baronlands tribe and get more people into Kajinxian. That sort of thing is his job. Is so he's had a moment of success, and everyone else just needs a chance to. So give him three yeah. months, so everyone else have a chance to suddenly so can all go. Hey, look, we've done a good job. Yeah, can we get a bit more pay for it? <laughs> yep. Yep. The last thing they discussed was uh, coordinating an attack to uh, Kushibashi's east. Uh, Beric says north. His name. And, uh, 
Shadows, North, North, North West. Yeah. yeah. The so clan can, uh, that just lost all its best soldiers to two giants. <laughs> <laughs> Um, now is the best time to attack. <laughs> I just need to find the right justification. Oh, there's an argument over the fact that the giant killing fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> there might be a reason sometime soon. Oh man. Also, guys, stop picking on Zalamos, okay? Zalamos is trying his hardest with those rolls. <laughs> he just can't help he how just, bad he, he rolls. He just roll. accept okay. that you don't have to roll a bitch, you have to roll to make the most fun. <laughs> <laughs> Which he frequently yeah. does. What can I say? <laughs> He's got the Captain of Chaos' seal of approval already. <laughs> <laughs> So we got two seals of approval. You either get the green seal of approval or the Captain of Chaos. <laughs> I feel in the future, a lot of people are going to start getting that. It's the easier seal to go for. <laughs> oh, come on. You got you to gotta make some real freaking chaos first. And so most of roles continue to do so. <laughs> Yeah, but that's that's the fun one. The other one, you got to be all prim and proper and nice and not do things that destroy other people. <laughs> sometimes <laughs> sometimes you just want to have a little bit more I think only income is going to get that for the foreseeable future. <laughs> they got pretty close. Yeah. Yeah, let's jump into that. That was... um. <laughs> So they were talking to Hogwin in this episode, and we also came back to uh, old um, Ollie's um, stream where Derek was in, where uh, it was him, Neil, Dean, and uh, Ian, where um, mm -hmm. it was both uh, Scott and uh, Dean that were going about um, cooking up and eating some goblins. Oh, right. Yeah. Okay. The goblin nipples and things like that. <laughs> and then possibly repeating that with Sahagwin and Inclement. <laughs> like, well, this is a weird throwback, but okay. <laughs> Apparently Sahagin tastes amazing. <laughs> they don't even need seasoning. <laughs> they just taste that good. <laughs> I bet they found the other ship that just that they sank tasted quite nice too. Because <laughs> <laughs> we had everyone on the barge and uh, someone rolled for weather and um, the weather didn't turn out too good. <laughs> Mind you, we can't even use daddies yet. So this is going to be <laughs> I can see a lot more curses to affect the weather happening to Inclement. <laughs> oh, yeah, man. <laughs> also, Scott didn't say uh, the captain's and the harbor master's name, but uh, Viking did end up putting it in the chat. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, Also, that storm was called Magoo, I think. Mm -hmm. <laughs> was the storm called Magoo? <laughs> yep. <laughs> yep. Oh, <man. laughs> yeah, so for a moment there they're worried about um their ship being sunk by the Sahagwin in the storm. And no, the other ship did, so 
Mm-hmm. Tish is having some real nice roles to find out and that sort of thing. Vigo's having some real nice roles to find out that sort of thing. And um, yeah, um, Tristan, the River Guard. Seasick. <laughs> that's that's <laughs> that's what makes it the funniest, dude. I know. I was like, wait, doesn't doesn't he always go out in these things? <laughs> <laughs> Just literally, the horse is fine, Galen's fine, and he hasn't been on ships that much, and then Rickon Vigo's fine, but he's had to travel by ship to place, and that's the thing. And it's Tristan who can't. He's just a seasick. <laughs> well, he's the pink baron of the land, not the seas, that's for sure. <laughs> that's true. It's true. <laughs> oh, man. Um, other than that, uh, Vigo... Th- Early in the episode, you know, Vigo ends up spending a lot of time uh, looking for um, Honeysuckle because he ends up finding out that a huge counter to the negative effect of that Sturge repellent is the scent of Honeysuckle. So he ends up getting a huge potpourri. This plays in nicely in the future, which I think Delric totally chef's kiss that. (laughs) Like... (laughs) Chef's kiss to that to the to the way he uh made that a negative effect later. But um Oh, he also gets the uh florist addressed so they can um continue some correspondence in the future. Yeah. <laughs> Which <laughs> kind of doxy having all the fun, right? <laughs> <laughs> I love Neil's uh pretend letter too. <laughs> I did write. I should have got the uh, the timestamp, but for that, but the it's his pretend letter is so good. <laughs> if you need a reason to go watch the episode, that's at least one of them. Yeah. <laughs> um. All right, I forgot uh, about Timmy. <laughs> As you can see in my notes, uh, his name is Timothy. Yeah. <laughs> Timmy. Oh, oh man! <laughs> Poor Timmy didn't even talk all all session. I would, like <laughs> I wanted to see his uh, talking pattern. Mm. <laughs> well, we know there are four named NPCs this this um, well five to me <laughs> this episode. So. <laughs> Also on the barge, um, they hear a couple of rumors. One is that there are military vessels uh, have their flags up by day. Their military vessels at night. They are pirates doing the dirty work for the prince. Mm. Um, but not this ship. Not this ship. <laughs> well, not, not us. Them. <laughs> Just ignore this mysterious cargo that we've suddenly picked up. We're totally honest <laughs> sailors. I tell you that. <laughs> not us not us <laughs> totally didn't um, um borrow some of the cargo from the ship that went down <laughs> not at all what do you mean of course not <laughs> just honest sailors i tell you we're not pirates okay <laughs> uh, i loved how that one kept going <laughs> <laughs> another uh Interesting rumors, what we were talking about earlier, 
apparently a while ago there used to be a kraken in Baron Bay, and there's actually parallel history saying that uh, one of their huge uh, heroes ended up taking down the kraken with a hundred ships. Um, <laughs> it took a hundred ships to freaking kill them. And the rumor is, as a certain patron group happens to be in the only town in that bay, um, uh, that uh, the kraken might be waking up again. Might be reanimating. Yeah. Which is going to be interesting, because it's, it's not really a skeleton, and for its flesh to survive that long. But if the kraken's coming back, like either as either zombie or skeleton or ghostly. <laughs> or... Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Due to the magics of the barren land. <laughs> yeah. And, um... <laughs> Where all your relatives come back. <laughs> yeah. And considering that there's been a big pulse and a big strengthening of the undead with the um, negative energy plane. Hmm. Something tells me I might be ramping up. Oh, wait. Yep. That patron group's also been ramping it up in their own way? Huh. Oh, really? Mm. Yeah. I can't wait to see how that plays out. <laughs> yeah, a lot of undead popping up in Fairlands. A lot more negative energy, energy in that area. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know why something like that would come back. <laughs> another piece of uh, another piece of information we find out in this episode is that the gate is actually known as Magadon, um, which is interesting because we never heard that name before. I don't think. No, I haven't. And um, that's, I guess that's the official name for for the par- for everyone in Paradell. Uh, no one actually knows it, knows Magadon as the gate, but everyone apparently knows it as the gate. So, oh. <laughs> <It's>... <laughs> you know, secret prison's got to keep the appearances and all that. Yep. Yep. I also, uh, as I said earlier, oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, but as I was saying earlier, Viking ended up naming the captain and the harbor master just in case we ever meet them again. Uh, captain Freema, Freema, and the harbor master's name is Barrister. Barristan. Yeah. Barristan. I'm sorry, Barristan. Um, yeah. Naga also named the forest, but I can't remember off the top of my head. I know I named yeah, I, I one of the river guards that was with. Um, Group that were traveling and carrying the supplies to the gate, Anton Heaney. And, um, oh, right, right, right. yeah, Anton. Yep. I, I know I was writing them down in chat so that everyone remember, but I forgot what this one's called. <laughs> yeah, I didn't get all the names either, but you know, just in case we ever, ever meet these poor uh, people who are totally going to get slaughtered ever again. But, <laughs> but um, well, I mean, I mean, we could have another run like Rick in the the third Mass Effect season, where you know just keep that one guy with annoying accent alive the entire freaking time. <laughs> or <laughs> much discussed comes back as a playable character. <laughs> much discussed annoyance somehow. <laughs> Get that one character alive, so he had to keep doing the voice. <laughs> yep. But those are the best NPCs when your when your dungeon master does a really stupid, obnoxious voice, and they have to continue playing him for all of eternity. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> Why am I not pushing it for Zara? <laughs> the group ends up being able to buy uh, Sturge Wax because, as we forgot to mention, well, not forgot to mention, but we just left out uh, for... They couldn't buy it back in the town they were coming from, back in Dween, because they were out of stock at the time. Um, so they were able to get it here. It's like 65 go to freaking torch, <laughs> which is insane. Candle, yeah. But it's a uh, spider yeah. eater, it's not um, Sturtrax, it's, but it's, it's Sturtrapound. And um, Scott didn't correct me in chat when I called it a Scrag Aphrodisiac. <laughs> so, um... <laughs> <laughs> I think Nag said, "Yeah, we know where they like to stick them." <laughs> <laughs> it's nice that Regicide already dealt with them. You know, yeah. they didn't. Have to... <laughs> oh man! Now, if we get that can, I guess that'd be fun. <laughs> oh my god um the group however ends up having a bit of an issue with uh jurisdiction disputes right yeah yeah that that's the proper term (laughs) jurisdiction disputes uh they constantly get called in for um inspections. inspections even though they already passed the last couple of inspections and they shouldn't have to get inspected this much especially being paradel military especially um, seeing as longer river which the river king owns yep yeah so um yeah you've got too much pot period you've got too much honeysuckle down here you're hiding something yeah we're gonna have to impound your job until we find out what the hell you're hiding uh no you're not because we're terrible we're taking that as supplies you numbnuts <laughs> and this is the <laughs> this is the river king's water you can't freaking do that and i'm gonna do it anyway and then tristan has a very good role for once <laughs> intimidation and like you do that and we're gonna have to attack you because you're breaking the river king's law <laughs> we're gonna have to do something about that thing Oh, um, you can't, you can't, no, 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 no. just walks yeah. off the boat with a gallon back. Yeah. Can I help you down, sir? <laughs> the, the problem, the entire problem was you guys got way too much potpourri back there. You must be hiding something. I wrote, in, I wrote in the notes. This sounds like an American police officer who just stops you and then goes, your car smells too good. You're hiding something. And then they magically find evidence of drugs. And then you have to go to jail. Hmm. I wonder how those got there. Mm. <laughs> it's like, what the fuck, bro? Yeah. <laughs> uh. Oh. The, the, the thing is, they didn't even have to stop. Mm. Like, Jake was just stopping to be courteous and to because it's really because this was his first time leading a group and he was like trying to mess up as little as possible. Yeah. <laughs> but now, but now he's got the carrot of Paradell 
they're going to send <laughs> I mean, a parodia and they're going to send a strongly worded letter to the Dwinier. <laughs> uh-huh. It's just like, uh, like picks up the paper and thing. Yeah. In the fucking, in the fire and the throwaway freaking bottle. Come back to me when it's actually an issue. <laughs> At least that's the way I take it. <laughs> Yeah, but I, I feel like he's going to embellish some of those facts, you know. Oh, yeah. There's going to be a lot of embellishments there. And it's going to, it's going to, he's going to have a mark on his record now. But. Yeah, yeah. It's the Karen appearing here. Of course it's going to be embellished. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Embellishments are one of their favorite tools as a voice coach. Yep. Apparently. Yep. <laughs> Yep. <laughs> so we'll see what happens to to his rank, uh, if anything, in some of his uh, his punishments when they get back. But the group yeah. makes it into the the swamp. Yeah. Yeah. They didn't have to light the candle just yet. <laughs> yeah. I'm guessing you have to light that candle literally as soon as you step into the swamp. Like as soon as you pass that that tree line threshold it's like clip <laughs> you gotta turn it on because now they hear the sound of sturgis and jake was like but we have the candle uh-huh <laughs> i know <laughs> yeah yeah it doesn't really work if they already know you're there but uh <laughs> <laughs> it does lessen the amount you have to fight though so yeah. and you kind of don't want more than four to one person and there are swarms of these things more than four, you're definitely dead. Oh my goodness. We'll see what happens, man. Let's see what oh, weapons they have against swarms. We have a lancer. We have someone that can make magic weapons. And armor. And we have someone that makes himself animalistic. I hope they have grenades. <laughs> and I know how Scott likes I know how Scott likes his alchemists. They're not gonna have grenades. <laughs> Poor Timmy. He's going to die, bro. He's not even going to get the report in like he wanted to. Timmy and Hemi, yeah. <laughs> His oh. only purpose is a report, and he's never going to be able to deliver that report. <laughs> All oh, part man. of building a secret prison in a dangerous swamp. <laughs> At least they got the potpourri, right? <laughs> So <laughs> it's just we'll funny. See. Something that smells so bad it drives surges off, but you get to scrag on, so they need something that smells nice to, to, to drive it off to ruin its fun times. <laughs> <laughs> it's definitely it's definitely aphrodisiac, like you were saying. <laughs> it definitely needs to be canonized, so you know if you could, you're already canonized so Vans Thing is, mouth. Oh man! Let's just say it was a good thing Rena ended up destroying three of them at once. You know, she was able to take out the group before the aphrodisiac really got settled in. So. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Oh. <laughs> anyway, everyone, that is the three uh, episodes. See. A lot shorter, only about an hour. <laughs> but um, 
really fun times this week. I'm I'm looking forward to all the episodes next week. Yeah, yeah, and Clemente's gonna be interested with going to the gate and maybe we'll have a guest on. But um <laughs> but also Warmonger's is also gonna be interesting with um the outcomes of a certain um sharing of a certain amount of information. <laughs> oh my god. I wonder I wonder if Paradell is gonna move that fast. Because they could definitely wipe out. Yeah. But with I don't think they will. Dwayne, but, yeah. With with, with Delegus, not Dwayne. Dwayne's Dwayne's. Uh, yeah, Delegus. Delegus. Yeah. You're right, you're right, right. You're right. I mean yeah, yeah, yeah. As as I said it, I I didn't recognize it was wrong until after I realized what the word I used. So you're right, you're right. Delius. Uh and, um, the war going on over there. And uh F Scott does um town rolls update thing before Regicide. Mm. Yeah, Regicide might bump into Jibbering Mouthers at Sun's Rest. <laughs> I mean Sun's Rest still got that firebird going around, so probably has a lot right, less right. of them, but uh it'll be fun having to go against the Jibbering Mouthers. <laughs> They were able to avoid avoid him this time, so we'll see if they mm-hmm. run into that group of uh, that group that they keep managing to avoid yeah. <laughs> last minute. So honestly, when the three things, well, when the flying thing turned up in the regicide, I was like, three things it could be. It could either be a rock, it could be a wyvern, or it could be one of those face eater things. <laughs> we haven't seen one of those in combat yet. Yeah, you're right. Oh man! Uh, so, um, just because both of us in our Patreon group happen to know that all three of those things are prisoners in that mountain, <laughs> are out there. Yep. Yeah. I mean, there's, there's other things that we haven't seen in the campaign that I really would like to see. Um, and and I I I'm looking forward to the week after that for Regicide when they actually go and confront um. You know our favorite politician. Mm, yeah. Let let's say Rosin's favorite politician because I think Rosin is more affected by. Her. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Especially after our last our last session, I think Rosin is a little bit more angry at her than the rest of us. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, to be fair, we don't know that something's happened just yet, and it's probably not likely to happen for a while because, uh, because the way we found it in the first place was Osuko telling us and telling her that something yep. had happened to her. Yep. I'm trying to contain him at the moment, so I'm probably not going to hear from him or listen to him. I'm so mad I fucked up that goddamn roll, dude. Oh. Uh. Uh. <laughs> So mad I fucked up that role. Uh-huh. Damn, dude. Oh, oh well, it makes for a good story, so yeah. I don't yeah. mind it. <laughs> One way or another, we will find out, though. <laughs> yep, yep, we will. Anyway, everyone, that is it. As always, uh, hashtag tease for the strong. It's good, I guess, in the room community. <laughs> Shout out to Cell and Green. Um, fighting Delric in his coffee tyranny. <laughs> Beans are really just tea. Coffee, coffee's really just tea. I love that little argument <laughs> that we got into. 
I don't remember where, but I remember that happening in Scott just going. That was uh that was definitely inclement because I remember Neil, um Neil and Tesh messing with Delrick. Yeah. You could you could see Delrick was like, Oh god. <laughs> <laughs> They're getting stronger. <laughs> so shout out to you guys. Um, <laughs> thank you, Delrick, and all the cast members and everyone in chat. Uh, you guys are great. Have a great week. Have a good one, everyone.